0: Hello, and welcome to ASMR Tirar de Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. We appreciate the support of all of our followers. If you would like to support this podcast directly, please look for our PayPal link, In the episode description.
1: Hi. How are you? Come on in. Oh, how are you? That's good. I know I've got a puppy. And it's jumping all over me. Hopefully she'll be good. He's scared. Do you mind if I bring her in here for the session? Okay. Her name is Maggie. And she is a -a Cockapoo Shih Tzu Mix. It's actually my wife's dog. She is just a precious little angel. She looks like a calico cat. Floppy ears. Nerk. Her coat's what reminds you of a calico cat, not her ears. <laughs> and uh, she's quite excited today. She wants her belly rubbed and wants to play, I think. But hopefully, she'll settle down here in a minute. Quit trying to bite me. <laughs> what are you doing today? Oh, same thing. You're looking for a dog rescue? Oh, well, that's interesting. Uh, the last, let's see, well, technically, the last four animals that I that I got were all rescues. We didn't go and buy them uh, from like a pet store or a uh, breeder or anything like that. Jack the cat. Uh, we have a cat. He is a <clears throat> blue-eyed 14-point calico cat. And he's, he's absolutely beautiful, but he's a little hellion. Um, he is technically a rescue. Uh, somebody had him. There's Maggie d- digging up the bed. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to dig her bed up. Yeah, Lay down and be a good girl. Boy, She's determined to dig her way to China. I know, I always wondered that, too. Well, Bugs Bunny, or I think it was Daffy Duck, they they managed to get to China, but uh, I don't think anybody else ever did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's not hurting anything. She's just digging. Come on, stop that. Lay down. Turkey. Tail weapon, Yeah, she has her full tail she's not clipped or cropped whatever they do that with the tail I don't like that I don't agree with that um I think you should leave the tail on the dogs yeah I don't think it's good for them for I don't know I think they're they communicate and I think it's you know part of them you know yeah Well, anyway, we got Jack from a family who um, had a couple little kittens for their daughter, and he just was not being well taken care of, and he was a mess when we got him. Sadly, every animal I've gotten recently was a complete mess. (laughs) They uh, needed shots, dewormed. Flea medication, uh, the works. And Jack was just a mess when he came here. He was literally covered in fleas. He might have had a death. uh, Yeah, he might have had. uh, Oh, yeah, he was probably not very healthy when we got him. His his hair was literally falling out from the flea damage. She's just going to keep doing this. Well, after all, it is an ASMR video. So, I mean, maybe that's uh, what we get this time. We're talking about dogs and cats and rescues. And that's the whole point of this podcast. And I, I hope you take it seriously that while I'm getting <laughs> constantly attacked <clears throat> by a 16-pound demonic animal... That I rescued. I rescued this thing. And now it's attacking the hell out of my arm. And trying to dig a hole through uh, the bed that I paid $40 for for it. To lay down in my office. (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. Let's throw some more money out the window. Ah, But I love her. That's the problem. They're so cute. People love dogs. And cats and animals and... You know, I wouldn't hurt her, but boy, she's just trying to bite my arm. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Good thing she's a toy breed. Her teeth don't really penetrate. They just, she just, it's a bad habit. So, but anyway, okay. Um, Back to Jack. Yeah, He was covered in fleas, and uh, we had to take him to the vet. And I remember holding him as a kitten, and I said, you look like an old man he was just so ragged and so his hair was just a mess like his hair was falling out and he looked like a little old man I felt so sorry for him. but several vet bills and medications later he was healthy and then this dog is Really not participating. Well, if I leave her outside, she'll just cry outside the door. So, um, she's just... Stop it. I don't know why she wants to tear this bed apart. Stop it. No. No. There. Maybe she'll... She not she wants to... I think the problem is she just wants to play... Okay, so I have a tail lapping me in the head. So as I hold her here, and she's biting my hand. Great. I hope this paints a good picture of dog ownership. A big, tall man like me getting manhandled by a 16-pound dog. Yeah, she's ripping my headphone off. Good girl. Yeah, that's a good girl yeah that's a good girl that's right yeah that's right she should start barking pretty soon that'll ruin the mood but that's okay maybe we should skip to her cuz she wants to be the center of attention by biting my hand <laughs> stop biting no no Um. Maggie was a rescue from a, a dog shelter rescue. Uh, I don't want to say too much about the place cuz I'm not exactly happy with what went down, but the people definitely uh, were taking very good care of her as far as we know. And w- we think the people um had really good intentions. It, it's a good dog shelter or dog rescue the problem was Maggie was abandoned uh, by her family who originally bought her and paid a lot of money for her and uh, the reason why it was not a good fit and it was like a woman had a boyfriend and the boyfriend uh, he was abusive towards this little tiny dog and when I say tiny She's 16 pounds. She's tiny. She has little frail little arms and she's, you know, skinny, long body. And, um, I mean, once she fills out, she might be 20, 25 pound dog, but she's very skinny, very little, very tiny. You can hold her like a baby. Um, without her tail, she might be, um, 18 inches long. She, she's not that big. She's about the size of a human baby. <clears throat> and uh, easily, to, you know, easy to carry, pick up, hold. She's not heavy at all. And uh, when we got her, she had uh, a lot of fur on her legs and needed groomed. And we immediately discovered she was pretty well potty trained but needed a lot of training. Uh, she needed a lot of dis- proper discipline. And by that I mean we never spanked the dog. We didn't have to. We worked with this animal. And uh, within a few days, she was pretty good on the house training. Uh, She was doing really well. And uh, by the end of the week, she was pretty much perfect. And I'd say she's 99% perfect right now for house training. She does really well. Uh, we're, we're still learning her signals and she's still learning ours. You know, she's learning our cues that, you know, certain things are bad behavior and, uh, when to do things and when not. And she's doing fantastic. She's learning some tricks and she's fitting in very well. Now we decided, you know, we gave her a bath and, uh, because she was really dirty when we got her. And uh, shelters can only do so much. And, of course, sadly, she had fleas. We got her flea medication, heartworm, the the works. So we dealt with the flea problem, gave her a bath, and it was time we trimmed around her eyes, but uh, she really needed properly groomed Uh, type of dog she is so we took her to the groomer and when we got back to pick her up we had a little bit of a shock the groomer told us well i have to back up the story a little bit well no this is fine i'll just tell it this way the groomer found staples in her arm forearm okay she has metal surgical stables in her arm okay well we knew that her former owner was a very abusive person and had uh, chased her kicked her whatever into traffic and the poor little dog was hit by a car and her leg got broken her front paw so her front leg was broken and I have a photograph to prove it, so I'm not talking out of turn. And the dog was removed or surrendered because of the abuse. That's what we were told by the uh, dog rescue. And I know there's two sides to every story, but this is what I was told. So, And the dog was abused, and the dog hates men, which I am a man, and I can attest to that. That's pretty darn true, I can tell you. We'll get into that there sooner than later. So this poor little dog has metal stables in her arm. Okay. So, from where her paw was broken. So we take her back to the vet. And... What are you doing? She's chewing something. Let me pet her belly. So, we take her to the vet and... $30 later, I have a photograph of the three metal stables removed from her front leg. Okay, so whoever had the dog, had a cast on her, didn't bother taking her back to the vet and getting it properly removed and getting the staples removed. Wonderful. Um, this dog was neglected and just not treated right. And she's just a little angel, like she's just a tiny little dog, and she never hurt anybody. And she's got this big fluffy tail with a big ball on the end, and looks like an American flag flapping in the air. Practically, it's just this huge tail, and she's just a pretty little thing. She looks like a Precious Moments figurine, to be honest. My son was the one who came up with that. He said she looks just like a Precious Moments figure. I just can't imagine somebody hurting a dog that's little and fragile and tiny like I'm scared she jumped off the top of my chair the other day you know like a recliner that's pretty good distance I mean it was up to you know my chest at least I have a very tall chair and the back is very high and she jumped right off of it onto a uh, the floor onto a carpet carpeted floor, and I thought, oh my goodness, I'm so afraid she's going to break her little leg. She was all right. But uh, she's been quite, uh, we've only had her for a very, very short time, and uh, we've had a lot of adventures with her already, uh, besides the staples and the medical problems and vet bills, and you get all that when you get a dog. If you want to be a good dog owner, you got to take them straight to the vet and you got to get them the flea and heartworm medicine right away you just got to do it (laughs) when we first got her she would not let me touch her, now what we would do is we would pick her up and hand her to me several times to try and acclimate her to, uh, to me and to me as a male and that seemed to work Okay, in the house so uh, first day alone with her so now I'm alone with this little dog that was my idea to go get her Uh, my wife was very lonely and Buster my little miniature boxer he uh, is really more mine and my daughter's dog Uh, my wife and he loves her to death but he's just not cuddly to her like this little dog is this little dog instantly fell in love with my wife, and is just like her best friend in the whole world. And we had a little cockapoo named Blondie for fourteen years. She was like a child practically in my house. She passed away a couple of years ago, and it was very hard on my wife. And I, I think she just missed having a little tiny dog that was a buddy for her, you know, a friend. Of hers and a dog she could spoil, so Maggie fit that bill, and she fits right in. And of course, I was not with her when she went and got her. She went and got her on her own. I let her pick the dog out because it's her dog, her responsibility. Even though I got to take care of it every day. Um, (laughs) and uh, eventually it came a day when I was going to be alone at home with maggie and buster and everybody and well uh it didn't go so well Ma- well well f- it, it, it started out okay i decided i was going to take them out on a, a regular schedule you know every couple of hours i would just take them outside, and that's really the quickest way to housebreak break a dog at least i think you, know, you you have the other dogs take them out now this is if you have other dogs to help along with the process, the other dogs will t- go outside and do their business, and that teaches the new dog, you know, this is what we do. We all go outside, we go to the bathroom, we come in, we come in, we get a treat, we get rewarded. And that went on, you know, it was supposed to go on all day, every couple hours or so, let them out. Well, I let them out. <laughs> She's just one to tear that bed up. Come here. Come here. Come here, babies. So, um, (laughs) she just wants to tear this bed up. Quit it. You're going to dig all the way down to China. So, okay. I'm losing track where I was at. Yeah, I let her out. And she came back in with the other dogs. And I gave all three a treat. Okay, that worked pretty good. The second time I let them out, I was kind of in a hurry, which was my mistake. And I... Called them in. This is the second time. Buster and baby come in. Maggie comes right up to the steps to come in the house. Looks at me. Uh Uh-uh. I'm not coming in there. Nope. And I'm like, okay, now come here. What's wrong? And she starts backing away and runs outside. Okay. Um, I go out. Try to get her to come in. She won't come in. Try to coax her in. Nope. Okay. So, I'll uh, leave her out for a few more minutes. All right. I put Buster back out. He goes back out with her. And then I call them both back in. Comes up to the door again. She ain't coming in. She doesn't have anything to do with me. Turns around, runs back out. All right. Maybe she just wants to play. No big deal. I'll leave her out for a few minutes. Then I go out looking for her. And uh, can't find her. I have a fenced in backyard, but she's gone. She is gone. And I don't know where, stop it. I don't know where she, she bite my hand again. Um, I don't know where she went. So I'm trying to figure it out. And, uh, she's hiding behind this tree in the backyard. I thought she ran away. I thought she found a hole in the fence, which rescues will do that. They'll try to run when you first bring them to your house, because they're, they don't, you know, they, they're scared. They're, um, this is the first time they've been outside, you know, with freedom maybe. Um, and we're trying to train them, but you know, we have a fenced yard and we just leave them out. We do have tie outs and stuff just in case. But, uh, in this case I thought, you know, she's so little, she'll be fine outside. I couldn't find her. Well, here, she, uh, was hiding behind a tree. She was so tiny I couldn't see her. She blended right in with the brown fall leaves with her brown calico coat. You couldn't, you couldn't see her. You literally can't see this dog. If it, if it wants to hide, you can't find it. You can't find her. You know, the only reason I saw her was she moved. So, anyway, I, uh. Literally chased her around the yard a little bit, you know, trying to shoo her into the house. That didn't work, and I knew it wouldn't work, but I thought I might be able to, you know, scare her into the house. Well, I couldn't leave the, the door open because Jack will run out, and Jack becomes a crazy person when he gets outside. And, and he just jumps over the fence and everything. He's just insane. And then he runs around and gets lost and gets covered in mud. I've never seen a cat like Jack. When he gets loose, he runs like a lunatic out into a field. And when he comes back, he's covered in filth and mud. And he's all upset. (laughs) He just gets like so... it (laughs) Freaks out. So I couldn't leave the door wide open, you know, so that when I chased the dog up to the house, that she would just run in the house. So... Nothing worked. I even had to call my wife. And I tried to use her voice to get the dog to come in. No, that didn't work. So, I didn't know what to do. Well, I'm a parent. You know, if you can't get them one way, you get them another with candy or sweets. Hey, little... <laughs> you know. So, um, you can bribe your kids to do a lot of things for candy and ice cream. So... I went and in this case it's a dog of course. I didn't have any bacon. But what I did have was bologna and dogs love bologna. So I got a couple pieces of bologna and I went outside and I took Buster with me and I tore little tiny pieces of bologna off. And I just sat in a lawn chair where she could see me. And uh I um just kept throwing the baloney down little tiny pieces, you know, like dime-sized pieces, trying to lure her into coming closer and closer, not so I could grab her, so that's the trick. Don't try to grab her because she's scared and she hates men already. That's not gonna work. What you wanna do is I just kept throwing them down until she got really comfortable, and then I had Buster. I let him have some baloney. And, you know, I waved that baloney in the air. (laughs) They knew what it was. And I went into the house. Now, this was like after two hours. I I tried. She would not move. And uh, finally, after two hours, I went into the house. And Buster followed me right in. And Maggie ran right in behind him. And I finally got her in the house. Now, once I got her in the house, I said, well, you're not doing that again. So I put a leash on her because now I can catch her. I can't catch her without a leash, but with a leash on, I can catch her. You know, I can step on the leash or get close enough to grab it. So now she has to wear a leash in the house. So when I let her out, I can grab her. And in that process of using the leash... I, I just kept talking sweet and giving her more baloney pieces and I forced her to let me hold her like a baby and I patted her on the belly and I talked to her like a baby and I just was real calm and real sweet to her and I didn't get angry I didn't punish her or anything I just was as nice as I could be and calm And within a couple days of that, what I did then was I would leave her outside. And then I learned to wait until they were coming in. They wanted to come in. And then I would open the door and get back out of the way and let them come in. And that worked pretty well. Um, But it took a couple days before she finally climbed up on my lap and let me hold her. And a couple of days after that, she was being real friendly. Practically too friendly, like she is right now, biting my hand. And uh, just trying to lick me to death on the face. Which is always fun. <sighs> Getting a dog's tongue in your mouth is an experience I think everybody should have so that they can, you know, wonder why they are still alive on this planet. And other than that, she's been pretty good. And like I said, it just took. Literally about a week to get her to really warm up to me. But then we took her to the groomers. And my wife had to take her to the groomer, which was traumatic for her. Get her nails done and get groomed and a bath and everything. And then she took her to the vet right after the same day. Uh, they they were luckily they were in and were willing to do the staple removal right away. So she had two traumatic little events in one day. This dog would not let me hold her after that. Nope. This dog went back to that shell of being afraid of men and only my wife could touch her or pick her up. The dog would not let me come to me or let me hold her or anything. If I did get a hold of her and hold her, she would Literally, your head would go right around trying to get out of my grip to go chase my wife wherever she was going in the house. And this went on for like two days where, until she finally calmed down again. And I mean, I just have to be honest about it. People think dogs don't have feelings or, you know, aren't smart animals. They suffer from depression and sadness and they get PTSD and anxiety and all of the things that human beings get. And they are jealous and uh, they understand understand or have a system of morality and justice. You know, they know if they're getting shortchanged on treats and they know other dogs are favored in front of them and... That you favor the kids better than them. You know, they they know all that stuff. They sense it and have emotions. And they know when they're loved and cared for. They know when you're not going to hurt them. And she knew I wouldn't hurt her. But she was so worked up from, I wouldn't say traumatized, but just worked up from going to the vet and the groomer, that she went back to her old safe men are bad stay away from men even though the vet was a woman the dog groomer was a woman and my wife you know took her to these women the failsafe kicked in stay away don't trust them stay away because she had those feelings running through her body and I think that's really interesting that she had that fear you know that that innate fear when i was the good guy you know and i didn't even have anything to do with her going to the vet outside of paying for the bill but her instincts kicked in her um, deep-seated feelings and emotions and memories kicked in fear equals man man equals bad and i really felt bad for her and i've worked very hard ever since to correct all that. And I have to tell you, today is an indication for you in the audience. She loves me to death. Um, She's in my arm's length right now, biting my hands, trying to pull me away from what I'm doing. Because she wants to play and she wants me to throw this ball that she brought to me. And she wants to be petted and loved and her ears scratched and she's just basically having a good life now and I wanted to stay that way and that's why I get rescue animals you know I I remember one time Jack got real bad sick and maybe I'll tell that story another t- time in detail but Jack got sick with these uh basically like kidney stones crystals in his bladder and they were cutting him, and he almost bleed blood to death when he peed. He had blood in his urine, and it was really horrible. And the poor little cat was, good, you know, really in bad shape. And the surgery in the process to save his life cost about a thousand dollars, and I was willing to pay that for Jack because I promised my daughter I'd do anything to take care of that animal. You know, she was a little girl, and she lost her kitten. She had a kitten for about a year and a half And it got out of the house And we think a coyote got it And uh, we never found her And it was My daughter was devastated We got Jack the cat And he got deathly ill And I told my daughter Don't worry, he's going to be fine Um, I'll do anything to Keep this cat alive And keep him healthy, and keep him safe And I've always kept that promise And uh you know, I have the same thing with all my pets. I'll do anything to help them and protect them. Oh, Maggie, she's jumping in my face now. I think she wants me to play. Is it okay if I end it here? <laughs> okay, oh, I'm getting bit. Uh, I'm not the best dog owner, but I'm a good dog owner. I uh, I love my pets like children and like children, they get the best of me and I spoil them rotten. Don't worry, Maggie's going to have some Christmas presents, just like Buster. They get, and Jack, Jack the Cat, they all get Christmas presents. (laughs) Well, if you enjoyed this silly story about dog rescue, and I hope you'll give some thought to getting a little kitty cat or a dog in your life and taking a, a, a little animal that Was abandoned or left behind or just never had a home to begin with and give them a chance to have a beautiful home and they'll they'll give back the love I mean I love all my animals but I will admit that dog rescues are the most loving loyal protective animals they are so happy to be loved and protected, that they will give you that love and loyalty back tenfold. And it's just a joy to, to see them grow as a creature on this planet. And uh, <laughs> she's just going to dig that hole. Well, I think i have got to end it here. So, I hope you enjoyed this. It was a little different, uh, but I wanted to just kind of quietly put Tell the story of how I rescued a couple animals. There's others I could tell you about. Our dog baby, she's a beautiful girl. And maybe I'll do that next time. I decide to tell a story about animal rescue and give it some thought. If you have room in your heart, in your house, in your family for a pet, uh, the dog breeders, they're great. You can get a dog for just a little bit of money that needs a home and will just be the most loving companion you have. No idea. And there's good fits and bad fits, you know, so you have to give it time. If it doesn't work out, try again. But I've had nothing but success with animal rescue. And uh, there's ups and downs. You know, the reward is huge. You're saving a life of an animal that was, you know, scheduled for, you know, demise. And uh, you're giving it a second chance. And uh, it's more rewarding than you'll ever believe. Even though I'm a little angry right now that I'm getting my hand scratched up. Well, she's jumping around now. I better go. Anyway, take care, and uh, thank you so much for joining me this week. We'll get back to the wonderful massage videos next week. And uh, I can't... well she bought me a toy. <laughs> toy Fox. She wants to play tag, uh, tug-along. All right, say goodbye, Maggie. You know, Can you say goodbye? Yeah, she's a good girl. All right. Well, we'll see you soon. Until then... Take care and have a most blessed week. And uh, I love all of you guys very much. You're a wonderful audience. Until then, take care.
0: Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirado Ohio. Please take a moment to share this podcast with someone who might enjoy it, and to rate or review it on your podcast player of choice. Those small things only take a few minutes, and they really do help our podcast grow. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash We have also started uploading earlier podcast episodes to YouTube. Another one goes up every Thursday night at youtube.com slash ASMR Tiradojo. Links to connect with us on social media and to take a look at our merchandise can be found in the show notes. The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tiradehueo at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels and his entire staff, thank you.